What's up, everyone? My name is Wes, and you're listening to the Ear Coffee Podcast. Today's episode, we welcome singer-songwriter Kate Milanofi back to the show and inaugurate the Ear Coffee Five Timers Club. Since 2018, they've put out some of our favorite local music, between their solo releases and many collaborations. Their debut album, Rock, is as much a musical reinvention as it is a subtle evolution. We talk about how they created the musical world of the record, what it's like revisiting old songs and growing alongside them, the freedom of collaboration, and more. Without further ado, here's my interview with Kate Milanofi on the Ear Coffee Podcast. How are you doing on this Saturday? It is a Saturday morning. It I am, is a Saturday. I am present. I'm excited to be here, albeit a little sleepy, but yeah, that, that, it is that's, what it is. We, lo- we love yeah. Saturday morning sleepiness, especially when it's... It's not quite foggy or dreary, yeah, but like yeah. the weather influences how the podcast goes. Yep. Just like the moon mm-hmm. causes us mm-hmm. to behave certain ways, or so mm-hmm. I'm told. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Just kind of since you are such a veteran of the of the pod, <laughs> you're gonna get like the little five timers jacket that SNL yeah. does. If we ever make money, we'll yes. put all of it right into big patches. Like we blew yeah. our 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 Patreon budget on silly patches <laughs> that we only gave to games. <laughs> Abe yeah. one day, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, Not too long from now. Yeah, but to kind of reintroduce, since I'm sure mm. folks, if not from the show, hope probably more from the fact that you are a out-and-about <laughs> musician who plays a lot. And um, what did you start your day with music-wise? Have, have you listened to anything yet today? Ooh, I actually like have not listened to anything yet today. I'm trying to remember. I definitely woke up with a song stuck in my head. But I'm having trouble. Oh, yeah. So I, I teach kids music at School of Rock right now. And I'm... I'm been choosing my songs that we're going to do for the next season mm-hmm. and we're going to do fidelity by regina specter so that, oh, okay. i've been singing that one this morning <laughs> yeah yeah that's a good way to start the mm-hmm. day with some mm-hmm. regina nice and light yeah um cool just kept diving right in um so how do you approach balancing because since we've last talked or at least talked mm-hmm. about your solo music um Keep Cheap has obviously been very very busy mm-hmm. and um fend has taken off so how have you been able to balance pouring your creativity into so many different projects, at least into several different projects because they all go in their own respective directions. You are playing different roles, just Mm. satisfying different areas of that creativity. It sounds like for sure. And how do you approach that? How do you balance that? Yeah. I think what you just said, like where it's all kind of almost a different role for every group. Like that's been pretty cool. Cause it's like, you know, kind of cut and dry. Like, I don't know for this, for this project, the solo project, I feel like I haven't been putting too much like writing time in um, just cause it's been album stuff going on. So like, mm-hmm. that's been kind of a good way to start like fend up with this stuff going on on yeah. the solo project. So I can kind of like ease into getting this stuff busy again when it's time mm-hmm. to like, write. If that makes sense. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like, like I don't work a full 40 hour week. That's been helpful for like being able to do all the music stuff. Yeah, practice um, and yeah, all the things. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And a lot, it's just a lot of like, I don't know. I have like pretty much different days for different groups. Like Keep for Cheap will do Tuesdays usually. And my solo project, we practice on like Sundays a lot of the time. And Fen okay. kind of just like fills in. Yeah. And Fen doesn't really practice like super regularly either. We usually like do a couple practices before a show or like before we want to record stuff. Yeah. So like, and I feel like it's kind of the same for those other members too, because they all have all their yeah. stuff going on. So it's like, yeah, we're Especially all kind of like, with Fend, yeah, yeah, putting time in where we can. And like, yeah, I don't know. It's been really fun to have that project, like just filling in the gaps and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. And 
kind of like I mean I, I know when we talked uh, when Fend was sort of on the show with a little mini interview mm-hmm. talked about the how you would approach the songwriting for that and has mm-hmm. that before we dive more into obviously your solo music that's right. what we're here to talk about mm-hmm. um, has that still had I mean been more of Josie's project since I know they've done some solo stuff or how has that has that evolved that collaboration with sure. the, the four of you especially when it comes to kind of like the generating of the songs mm-hmm. versus I'm going to show up figure out a bass part yeah. do some harmonies yeah. and just fulfill Lock that up. role yeah. like cool. which is obviously very essential mm, for sure I feel like it's definitely still Josie's songs that we're playing but recently we like did this one song called Mama it's a new one and we kind of all like work together to figure out like the ending for that. So it's been yeah. kind of a more like collaborative effort in terms of arranging the songs recently. Mm-hmm. It's definitely started to ramp up a little bit in terms of like the input that other members are giving and stuff like that, I think, yeah. which is very cool. And, I, you know, I would never want to change anything that Josie did, especially if they didn't want to do it. But yeah, that, that but was not like, a knock no, against No, 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 absolutely not. Very absolutely wonderful. Not. <laughs> but it's also very fun to like have that, you know, beginning with that group. Yeah, yeah the collaboration is starting post up. That second EP yeah. recording, just mm-hmm. start, everything's starting to Everyone's like finding the spot, in. like finding out what they want to do with the group and stuff. So it's cool. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, before we get too much into rock, uh, we'd be remiss rock <laughs> um, if we didn't talk about uh, the Senior Project EP that you... Oh, yeah. It was kind of the... <laughs> oh, some yeah. of the seeds for mm-hmm. the album. Uh, the, the four songs you worked on and recorded for that mm-hmm. back in 2021 were early versions of songs that ended up on the album. Yeah. Albeit in new reinvented yeah. forms. Mm-hmm. Um, talk a little bit just about kind of diving into the recording sure. aspect and like the production mm. as well as kind of setting the stage yeah. for these songs, letting them take an initial form, seeing how that feels. For sure. And I'm, like in I'm terms sure of that old EP, how that went yeah, down. Like, okay. how, like yeah. recording that. We don't For need sure. to go too in depth if you if you really want to no, yeah, hear totally. all of Kate's thoughts on that. You can go on the <laughs> blog that is totally dead, but it's still, still you there, can still, still view running. it and yeah. it is still readable. Um yeah. yeah. Um so for that project, I during that summer of twenty twenty one, I was doing an internship at this studio in like what was it, Arden Hills, St. Paul area. Um yeah. And that was really cool. The guy, Brad Matala, he like has worked with some bigger local artists and stuff like that. And I like wasn't really on a production track or like recording track or anything like that in my music education at Hamlin. I was like doing a music major, so I had to get an internship for it. So that's where I ended up. But like it was a very cool experience because it did teach me like how to basically how to mic stuff like I can do it if I need to um and that's what I was doing for that whole EP like I was miking the grand piano they had I was like doing the drum kit myself Mm -hmm. stuff like that so that was really good like learning experience in terms of like the engineering stuff but then when we got into the actual like production of it it was like just me in that space Mm -hmm. like for hours at a time like I would go hit my one and I'd go get McDonald's (laughs) and like I would just like jam out and it was really cool actually I feel like it was super formative in that like it was the first time I'd ever really like sat down by myself to like put something together Mm -hmm. like recording wise. And like I was able to do everything I wanted, you know? And so it kind of just like led me to the things that I like feel like I want on my music in the future too. Um, Mm -hmm. In terms of those things, it's kind of like, you know, almost like the maximalist type thing that you were talking about with like tomorrow and um, a lot of like a lot more, 
like synth stuff almost mm-hmm. than I would have done probably if I was like recording in a studio because I had time to like mess around with my synth stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm trying to remember what else might have come of that. But really, it was just like the biggest thing was just being by myself and like being being able to mm-hmm. take those chances, like make those decisions without like worrying about taking up someone else's time or like. Yeah you know, their influences, stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, that was really cool. Segwaying into the versions of the songs that are on rock, since that was that recording process for that EP, Mm. not only just because it was a senior project, Mm -hmm. that's kind of forced on you a little bit. This is supposed to be your project. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Going from that very solitudinal focus to Mm. how collaborative the Mm. album actually ended up being, whether it's, all the co-production with mm-hmm. Henry Breen, um, playing with uh, Josie and Al, who played mm-hmm. the live band, um, working with Abe, just bringing all these other yeah. folks in the fold that you've worked with in the past have mm-hmm. are all favorites of ours. Yeah. Um, how did that kind of come about where you wanted to, and even comparing it to something like Selk or your earlier work mm-hmm. where that was still collaborative, yeah. there wasn't just you, but it's still, the music sounds much more yeah. based mm-hmm. in, it's like this is, voice and piano yes. this is very much kind of creating a world around that versus mm-hmm. let's bring a lot of people into the fold let's flesh this out go into that maximalism mm-hmm. was that a thing that just kind of ended up happening especially yeah. as you've been playing live yeah I, yeah pretty much exactly like that i mean like i started playing with josie and al like i think it was like january of last year and we started practicing maybe a couple months before that like as i was recording the album so like it just kind of ended up being like, I, I do want drums and guitar on this. And like, I'm just going to bring in the people that I play with already. And it went like amazing. And I mean, Josie had already done some parts for like that old EP as well. Yeah. Um, and so did Alex, but they were very like quick in and out kind of vibe when we were doing that. And then I like had all the space to just mess with it where I wanted to. But with this record, it was very much like they were in the studio all day. Like we were all talking about stuff. Um, we also had like, you know, Abe's magic touch on stuff too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It, it came together pretty organically, I feel like. And in terms of like how I chose to record with Ava, I just like tweeted. I was like, who can record yeah. music? And it was like me. And I was like, fucking bet. Like, let's go. Yeah. All, but, all it takes is yeah. tweet the word yeah. record and Ava's stuff <laughs> just in your mentions. Yeah. It's like, thank God. Ava has like spidey senses yeah. for those tweets. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it was definitely very organic. And I don't know. It, it was another thing where it was like very much the word i don't know just kind of like a landmark thing to bring those people in start doing that kind of thing too Mm -hmm. so yeah i'm very excited about it yeah uh how did the actual like sound of the record start Mm -hmm. to come together first in your head as you were writing the songs as you were growing with the songs and as you brought in all your friends to play on and add their their touch to the songs because it has like we've said already three times, it's very maximalist. There's a lot of things that you won't even necessarily catch until like mm-hmm. the second or third listen, mm-hmm. or if you have like you're really paying attention in your headphones, yeah. where there are all of those little kind of Easter eggs, yeah, yeah, that are very deliberately planted in there. Mm-hmm. That it would be missing something if it wasn't in there, even mm-hmm. if you don't notice it right away. Right, if that kind of makes yeah. sense. But how did you first start? kind of wanting to pursue that mm. very ambitious that soundscape? I don't know. Yeah, not to sound too much like a like I smoked pitchfork for breakfast, but like, <laughs> no, for sure. <laughs> I feel like, um, so part of it definitely came from, you know, that solo experience and that studio internship and stuff. And just like putting all the little things on there that I wanted to yeah. and being like, Oh, this is layering up. Like, I love how mm-hmm. it different things pop out at different moments. Like I love that kind of thing. Um, 
And then I also, I feel like recording the Keeper Cheap album with Khan and everybody in the band, I feel like that was some good insight into like ways you can make weird, like different sounds and yeah. stuff like that. So that was cool to explore, like just miking stuff a little different or like using the things in the room around you to mm-hmm. like make different sounds, which you can hear a lot of on the record. Yeah, Cause we were like, spur of the moment. Yeah, uh-huh, we were like in Abe's garage, just like grabbing things. Like this <laughs> sounds cool if you hit it against this. And so like, you'll hear a lot of that stuff. Like there's a trash can oh. in there, like the metal trash can. Do, do we want to leave that as an, as a little secret? Yeah. For people figure to try that, to listen figure for that out. It's not too, I don't, I think it's a little obvious where it is. <laughs> per, for the trash can. Now that you know that it's a trash the, can. Hashtag but, rock challenge. Yeah. Find the trash <laughs> no, literally, can. <laughs> I should do like a scavenger hunt of all these fucking sounds. But yeah. Um, Again, I feel like it was just an amalgamation of like all these different experiences and just like knowing that I love to have those little things in there. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not a minimalist by any means. So like I'm leaving all the little things. If something sounds cool, even if it's like a little redundant, like I want to leave it in. Um, And then just bringing more people into the mix, like more and more of that stuff would Mm -hmm. happen, you know? So it's like, I don't know. Just like, yeah, the way things fall together. I just like to like accept it like that and not like, cut too much out or like mess around with it too much, mm-hmm. even if there's a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. Does that answer your question? Yeah, yes, okay. yes, it, it does. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. I think it was just like a, a comment you had on one of the single releases mm. where you were talking about that approach, that world building almost where mm. um, you were trying this so, feels so silly, like quote someone to themselves. Like, <laughs> no, dude. So who said this? It was you. <laughs> um, you're, with the album, you're trying to build spaces to explore and frolic around and mm. hide in. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I think some songs are more frolic and some mm-hmm. songs are definitely more like you're hiding, yeah. especially the songs that have really loud and just mm-hmm. kind of cacophonous endings, which mm-hmm. is something that I really, the, the first time like listening through, you, mm-hmm. you don't expect the songs to kind of ramp up in that way. But mm-hmm. then when they do, you're, swept up in yeah, it yeah. um cool <laughs> how did you kind of was that more of like a retroactive you're like oh these this is how i would describe what we have built or was that more mm. of kind of like the guiding mindset as you were dropping things yeah. in seeing how they land doing all the layering right making all the big noises and all the little noises and yeah i feel like them together it's yeah i definitely after the fact, like it's clear to see like those exact vibes, but in the moment, I think it is also like I'm I'm trying to go for something. I don't always know exactly mm-hmm. what I'm like doing with a particular song, but like I know like what I want in the moment, and like it's hmm, you, you, you know what you question. want, but yeah. you don't know like how it will like what like if you were to try to, like visualize mm-hmm. it, like what would it actually look like? And right. until yeah. you see it, it's hard to yeah kind of for see, sure for see sure the forest for the trees or absolutely whatever. George Washington said. Yeah, but um that's a hard question. Just because it's like <laughs> it is so like I definitely had like these ideas for particular songs. Like I'll never I feel like is one that has a really distinct mm-hmm. sound, and that's one that I like had a demo for beforehand and like had a specific ideas for. But then we have like a song like Arm's Length is one that like I completely did like kind of impromptu in the studio okay so like that one is very you can kind of hear it's just like super impulsive and like very kind of crashes down on you a little bit and like that's definitely the vibe i wanted for that one so it's like it kind of varies from song to song some of them like i had plans for and some like kind of built themselves and then like listening back it's very easy now to be like yes okay like this is the vibe of this one this is the one that had a blueprint or at least Mm -hmm. some some like some orthographic sketches yeah. or whatever the engineers yeah, right. say. And, and this is the one that 
we were just kind of yeah throwing things into a blender and ended up yeah. making a smoothie that yeah. we forgot to write down the ingredients. <laughs> like, well, I don't yes, know exactly. what's all in here, but it tastes pretty good. <laughs> um, Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> I love that. In general, how did you stay engaged with these songs for such like they had such a long gestation period because I mean some of them have been out mm-hmm. at least in like demo capacity mm-hmm. whether on the taste EP or sure. even separately and they've been worked on yeah for a long for, for a long time. they've been been in been in your head for a long time yeah. how have you kind of stayed mm. with them as they've grown into these for sure kind of full like from like the seed to the garden if yeah. you will I feel but like not <laughs> saying that just because there's a song called Garden though, <laughs> though <Yeah>. there is <laughs> um. I feel like a lot of it has been like those four that I did for the EP, like worked on those really hard for a while. And then like, I did not listen to them forever, you know? <laughs> and like, I even, I kind of like had a lull in playing shows for a while there, especially cause you know, COVID happened and like just didn't get back on that very routinely for a while. But then mm-hmm. when I did, it was with the band joining me. Yeah. So that was a really good, like just refresher for like performing the songs, you know, like it made it so much more fun to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, especially cause you know, I've been playing them for a while and stuff. So that was, that's been really cool. I've got to say like the band has probably been one of the biggest factors in me staying excited about the songs, yeah. um, which is cool. And also just like having recorded them in a new format alongside others, like that was rejuvenating to hear them in like a new context, um, kind of with new ideas and stuff. And like you said, like listening through the songs, like there are things that I'll forget that I did. So like when I go back to them, I'm like, oh yeah, that was kind of cool. Like, yeah, oh, I forgot or, like other people. Or yeah, exactly. That, that synth part. Yeah, or I'll of... notice a little drum thing that Alex did or guitar, you yeah. know, like stuff like that. And it's yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, the, yeah. It, it's it's cool that I, I love when like there's like that weird overlap in like the listener and the artist because it's like mm-hmm. you're still listening back, you're still like things yeah. just kind of yeah. pop picking like uh, peeking through the, the, yeah. the clouds a little bit. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I didn't. That's in there? What? Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Making that exact message. Oh. Um, were most of these songs like originally written, like just whether it's just on piano or the mm. guitar parts and lyrics, were they, are they mostly older? Or are there any that are a little bit more recent that kind of yeah. grew up with the band mm. and going into, I guess, yeah. sub question, when did you actually record the album? Was this just right. last year? Or, yeah. If, or? Yeah. 2022. No, okay, so I start I started in the winter of 2021, mm-hmm. I believe. I started in like November of 2021. Abe and I had our first couple sessions. And then after that, like that's when I really got like the band together. That's when Josie and Alex started playing with me. And then like in like February of 22, we all went to the studio and like kind of finished up the recordings and yeah. stuff. Um <clears throat> and then over the springtime, I kind of like in the summer, I guess as well me and Henry were like getting together, like going over the mixes, talking about what we would want to do with that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I think masters got done in like last fall. Okay. So it hasn't been too long since yeah. it's been completed, but it definitely like was a little bit of a slow process getting through all of it. Yeah. And it's, that's just partially cause I'm bad at organizing <laughs> things and like sticking to schedules, but yeah. it's also my project. So it's yeah. okay. Le- logistics are <laughs> hell, but yeah, yeah you, you can yeah. lean back on it. Like, uh-huh. well, this yeah. is for me. Yeah, so. exactly. No one else is really waiting on it. So it's like, yeah, but what was your question again? Can um, you remind me? <laughs> yeah. uh, were most of the songs originally written oh, like, yes. a, a longer time ago or were there any that kind of were for sure. leading into those first sessions with Abe mm. or even once the band started playing live, started rehearsing that the songs 
Like yeah. you, you showed up in like January of 2022 mm-hmm. saying like, hey, let's try this one to yeah. Josie and Alex. I think I might make the album or yeah. is it most of the mm-hmm. stuff you'd been able to sit with for at least a little bit of time before. Sure. A lot it, of them. If not years. <laughs> yeah. A lot of them were very old. Like um, Back okay. to You is the oldest one. I wrote yeah. that one in my freshman year of college. Oh, wow. And then like When You're Near, Keep It Down are also pretty old. Um, I think a little bit. I'll never is also like a little bit older, like medium, maybe two <laughs> or three years. But then we have like Steven and the Mouse and Garden are probably like my most recent ones on the album. I think Arm's Length too is okay. more recent. And those ones like we didn't really have together with the band before we went into the studio. So yeah. it was like kind of like putting them, putting them together in real time. I think Alex and I had maybe practiced them like a couple times beforehand. Um, but yeah, most of them are pretty old and I feel mm-hmm. like it's kind of clear to see that in terms of just like the lyrical content. Okay. Oh, also like chalk is a newer one. Okay. And I feel like in my new, more recent songs, I start to focus less on just like my emotions, you know, cause I feel yeah. like a lot of my older songs, like I'm just processing like relationship stuff yeah. or like personal, just like issues, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But I feel like a couple I mean, later blah, songs. Blah, blah, <laughs> but like, yeah. <laughs> I understand the duality blah, blah, of that. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, I feel like, like Steven and the mouse, that one to me, like it's kind of like a fun little story song, but it's also kind of just like about like our like our relationship to nature yeah. now and like it's, shit it's like very that. like it, yeah. It, I think the note I wrote down is uh, it's I called it the existential cat song. Yeah, uh-huh, absolutely. Like, like the mouse like, is dying. Like I'll put I that do, on what me. Am I it's doing like it's my to, fault. The, like, the cat ate the mouse. Yeah, exactly. What? Really? Really? Though is, is like, nature our responsibility? Just because I'm observing this situation doesn't mean I have to. And do I'm something. powerless yeah. to change it. <laughs> yeah, even exactly. I wasn't. Yeah. yeah uh-huh uh-huh so that's everyone's like, got to unpack you know, that by listening yeah. to the song <laughs> it's just exactly yeah it's just like a just bigger things you mm-hmm. know a little bit in those more recent songs and it's it feels cool to be doing that a little bit now yeah. more so but yeah yeah, yeah. i don't you, think oh go ahead no that's okay i just i don't think i have like an exact timeline for any yeah, of them except no, for I, like I, we don't need like the like the, yeah. the middle school like <laughs> i don't of remember like, well here's when the battle yeah. of the bulge happened yeah. and here's when da, 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 da. <laughs> a little time um was were you aware of that? Like, oh, you when you're looking at like the songs you were mm. had been working on, were playing live, or looking to put on the album, was that something you were kind of conscious of? Like, oh, a lot of these are older. Mm. Do I want to revisit them, or had you been writing other stuff that, or was it just kind of like the few songs that kind of evolved into those new directions? Mm-hmm. Were showing a different person, you know? Like yeah, yeah. You're a different songwriter For from sure. the one you were a few years ago. Was that something you were more conscious of? Or was like, here are the songs that I feel mm. prepared to work on that I want to spend the time with sure. and put out there. Yeah. Mm. Those two th- kind of ways of looking at the songs can, I'm sure, coexist yeah. in your head. Yeah. Um, yeah. In a lot of different ways. Um, I'd say they absolutely do. Like, I was very conscious of, you know, even just the difference of like the piano songs and the guitar songs, like mixing yeah. in the guitar songs now, like, I was thinking a while, like, should I do a separate EP, something like that? But mm-hmm. I just feel like it's been so long since I released music. I have so much that I just want to get out there. So it's like, yeah. it was definitely just like, these are the songs I feel done with and like ready mm-hmm. to let go and move on to new ones and stuff. And so yeah. like, yeah, those are the ones I wanted to share. So yeah, yeah. they do, and it's just cool that to me, like rock is kind of like my college album, you know, cause it's like all, yeah. just, all the songs I wrote, like within my college years and yeah. I'm sure I'll look back on it and be like, wow, that was like a crazy fucking four years and yeah. blah, 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 all that stuff. So it's cool. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I like that there's new and old, but I definitely at first was like, Hmm, hmm. but I think, it, think, I think it fits. Yeah. yeah. I think it and fits. I th- think like the wide ranging, uh, nature of the album, both, mm-hmm. especially musically is especially mm-hmm. with the different sounds, whether it is songs that like, 
don't start just with with piano, which mm-hmm. seems like kind of like a, a novel thing. Yeah. And I'm sure you you hear this more than I can imagine, <laughs> but it, that's mm-hmm. like such a cool just like shift in evolution. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, let's see what this song is going to sound like. Yeah, going away from even it's not like a big the stereotype of like a piano mm-hmm. ballad where yeah kind of like when when you're near is the one was like that feels like oh this is like the big mm-hmm. kind of emotional yeah. piano ballad yep. yeah gotta have at least one for sure um <laughs> but yeah you, yeah you you almost wouldn't pick up on that right away where it's because there's is just so much variety mm. going on i think that lends itself to the album versus yeah. being a detriment and so, cool. it sounds like and i hope you feel the same yeah, way yeah agree, agree. Um, thank you cool yeah <laughs> Um, yeah. What was, or describe a moment of pride on the album mm. where you are, hopefully there are many, but one that really stands out where like it was, whether mm. it was something you had to yeah. really work to overcome mm. or whether it was something that just really fell into place and it was very serendipitous sure. and wow, I never would have expected that to, to add that or would, mm. would have thought mm-hmm. to add that, but I'm so happy that we did and that I'm so proud of this moment in the song. Yeah. Um, I feel like I, I feel like when I listen through it, like I always listen all the way through when I hear it, like, and I don't yeah. do it often, but every once in a while I'll just sit down and be like, what's it all about again? Mm-hmm. But I feel like I am, I feel like at the end when I get through garden, I just love the way that song sounds like yeah. a lot, especially alongside all the other ones. Cause it's a little more chill, but it's like still mm-hmm. like got a lot going on. Um, and then just like kind of re like it just cat, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Just, just like wraps up the album, yeah. you know, and it's over and it's like, damn, like that was crazy. Like I made that whole thing. I don't know. It's just wild to listen to it and think back at all mm-hmm. about having done it. And I think one of the biggest like moments of pride was just like when I got the masters back and like when I had the art done and just being like, wow, like this process is completed. Like I was yeah. in charge, like it got done. <laughs> That's really cool. It was very yeah. empowering to just like, kind of like walking, like have it all cash come your together. Own check and be like, yep. wow. Yep. Yep. Whoa. Yeah. This equals money. Like, <laughs> yeah. Not, not to make everything about money. It's not about, <laughs> this <laughs> no, is not some, a good some sh- shameless, unless it is, <laughs> the, 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 your shameless capitalism. Yeah, I'm going to make album. millions of dollars off of this record. <laughs> that, that's what you, it's like whenever like you do a favor or something, like, yeah, I'll, I'll pay you in stock in my yep. music yep. where when I inevitably, yeah. I'm a billionaire and tour, <laughs> oh, I'm touring with every yeah. superstar. It's like, yeah, then, then I'll pay you back for the house show mm-hmm. we play together in yep. 2022. Or LMAO. <laughs> yeah. You get $1 million in, in Kate stock. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Starting now. Yeah. yeah. But um, um, what was the question again? I just, Got I mean, you kind of touched on it, but uh, just a moment you were especially oh, yeah. proud of yeah. in the album that stood out, whether mm. it was something you were responsible Big for time. or something that one of your collaborators brought to the table sure. or but kind of sticking more within like mm-hmm. the world of the album. Yeah. Um, like listening back. I also, I don't know. Chalk is a big one for me just cause it's yeah. like very different and like, it's so, I don't know. It just like hits really hard. And I feel yeah. like everyone on that song too, like did like the perfect thing and like, yeah, it just works so well. I feel like that's one where you can really hear like all of the elements really coming together. And yeah. also it's something that I, haven't really done something like that before so it's like cool to hear it work out and yeah. be cool yeah, yeah the, the little, I, I had a note for that it was like for a live staple because yeah like, it's finally knowing what like the name of a song mm-hmm. is after having seen it played a bunch um yeah cool. like the, the guitar solo the kind of like mm-hmm. anger like yeah. the, the, the little bit more fiery emotions versus like not to dismiss the intensity of the other ones but it's like a different presentation of yeah, that intensity for sure 
Um, cool. And like yeah. some like the timing stuff. Mm-hmm. Was that when you are composing, how mm-hmm. maybe this is getting a little too into the weeds, but like no, how okay. conscious are you of like even just like the time signature, how you want to yeah. change that? Regardless, so like, I'm sure that plays in like the song structure right. as well, like verse, chorus, post chorus, mm-hmm. so on. I feel like a lot of songs, like, I'm not super conscious of it when I'm doing it. And like, most of my songs are pretty straightforward in terms mm-hmm. of like time signature. Like most of them on the album are just four, four. There's a couple with like extra measures and stuff like that like in chord progressions. Like, yeah. And I just, I like to like have those moments of pause, you know, rather than like move on to right on to the next section. A lot of the time I yeah. like to just add in like a little more space or something like that. But yeah. um, with chalk, it's actually kind of a funny story. Cause I was like working on that song. I had the chords I love the chords. I didn't know what else to do with it. And then I took mushrooms one day oh. and I just like made that demo in my basement. <laughs> and like, I don't even know how I like found that groove out or like, I don't yeah. think I was thinking about it at all. And it just kind of like fell into that timing. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, this is what we're going to do. Actually, it might've been something like I was like kind of looping the piano and like cutting mm. it at different parts. Yeah. Now that I think about it more, I think that's what I was doing. It was kind of like using different lengths of a loop that I had yeah. for different sections. And then, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because I think with like with with both chalk and tomorrow, maybe they mm-hmm. both kind of stand out with the 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 introduction, whether it's like the kind of like the pickup because mm-hmm. like tomorrow it's uh, like the da 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 da. It's like yeah. is that is that starting on the downbeat? Is that like a hat? <laughs> and it kind of catches your ear mm-hmm. rhythmically as well as musically, mm. which cool. I think is something that at least I never think of when I'm trying to work on music. And mm-hmm. like it's easy to let that kind of Mm-hmm. Pass by the wayside, and then suddenly you know it's like, oh, that is, yeah, kind of interesting or like different <laughs> than I maybe cool. would have approached it. Um, no, yeah, for sure. I feel like, yeah, much much of the time, I'm not really thinking about it too much. I'm just mm-hmm. kind of like, what sounds cool? Yeah, what you sounds know? cool? Yeah, which yeah. I think is a, that's the that's way a, to go, the man. best guiding yeah. principle. Like, does this sound? Does yeah. it slap? Yeah. Does it bang <laughs> in the car? <laughs> yep. <laughs> there you go. Obviously, the things I think when listening to. Your, your music. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> another yes. part that I just really excited me that I wanted to ask about is um, towards the end of Keep It Down, mm-hmm. it has like like the string leads really coming. Mm-hmm. Like the, there's a lot of cello on the album, yeah. which is super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't really know. It felt like almost like a, like a dance song at the end. Yeah, we like were the, definitely the, the, going, yeah, yeah, we like had the like side chain going on. Like, yeah. is, this like, <laughs> is this like your techno song? Or like yeah. It's like cello techno? Like mm-hmm. what, what what's going on? Like Sick. how did that kind of that just yeah. to magnify in on that <clears throat> mm-hmm. part of that song just what, for sure so like anything that stands I out. feel like that groove kind of originated when Alex started playing on that song like that song mm-hmm. when I played it solo it was kind of just like this free-flowing like like just a little bit like more you know just loosey-goosey but then Alex comes in with this fucking like disco beat and I'm like okay it's a it's a whole new song now yeah so that was super cool when that started and then like when we brought it to Henry for um, some production. I believe maybe Abe had done a little bit of like a side chain thing too, and then Henry like really dove in on that. Yeah. Was like, I want this to be like the vibe, and I was like, hell yeah, let's go. So yeah, that's kind of how that one came together, and I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's Very so cool. much fun. Yeah, yeah. The, the, well, that one that's that that's a single as well. Like there, yeah. there are mm-hmm. I think all, all f- like half the album is just, yeah. is, is mm-hmm. out. Um, was that something you were thinking of? Cause like, I, I know like tomorrow came out, yeah. what feels like many, many moons ago, which I can't imagine. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't, wasn't really tied ago. into the no, album. Yeah. It wasn't it was kind until of just like, the second single until I'll never, when mm-hmm. you're like, Hey, I'm, this now is part I'm coming of something. on this is, this is part of something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, 
tomorrow's still a very key part of it. Yeah. Was that something you were conscious of? Like that's a different kind of yeah. granular where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, how, how do you game the stream? Yeah, I don't know. Like and the thing is that I do not know how <laughs> to do that. So I was just like, initially I was going to like just put out three singles and then people were like, you should do more. And, but I had already mm-hmm. like planned the album release date. So I'm kind of like cramming them in, but it's still fun to yeah. just like be like, here's, you know, here's a song. Here's sneak a song. peek, sneak peek. Yeah. You know, like, like give the, a little bit away, Steven in the like mouth. close enough to the date where it's not like, you know, super detached but it's yeah. also like you know i don't know i don't really know the best way to release I, things i don't think I'm there's a, like, a best or better yeah, or worse way i have no idea like, what i'm like, doing this is the way that you did do it <laughs> yeah that's interesting yeah. let's talk about it yeah for sure um, i just yeah I, I definitely wanted to like get a good number of songs out there initially i wasn't planning on doing five but i think it was fun to do that and like and it helps me see like those songs like more in their own light too rather than just part of the album because yeah. like Keep it down and Steven, like I didn't initially intend on releasing those ones as singles. Yeah. Back to you and I'll never and tomorrow to me were always kind of like the singles. So I kind of viewed them that yeah. way. But like keep it down and Steven, like it's just been fun to listen to them like in st- like standalone mm-hmm. and like yeah, I don't know. It's cool. I think, yeah, with those two especially, they are giving a little bit of a hint at mm-hmm. the different yeah. musical directions. Yeah, um, for sure. Well, I th- all of them are, but I think even more so, whether it's like Steven starts out with just like with like the guitar and just goes in that yeah. you sound like a, a story vibe, song yeah. kind of yeah. direction, which mm-hmm. was is, is always fun to see. Yeah. Um outside of yeah. the album, outside of recording, just at any point mm. in your musical career, mm. um is there a moment that comes to mind where you were really you really felt like your music was accomplishing or fulfilling what you wanted, mm. whether it was a lot of people talk about like tended to keep on having it release shows where it's like the album's out, the, this yeah. music is out and the connection that happens live or whether it was yeah. like you talked about hearing the masters for the first time right. and mm. feeling that sense of fulfillment. It's like, yes, this is doing what I wanted it to do yeah. as a piece of art, as an extension of myself. Yeah. I would say like, yeah, when I heard the masters, when I've like throughout the recording process, like hearing the bounces come back, it's been like, yeah, like this is what I wanted this mm-hmm. to sound like. And like, it feels like something new to me and that's really cool. Like it's, I'm very excited about the way that it turned out and like exploring this sound more in the future. I feel like it's kind of been a continuous thing where it's like, yes, this is what I wanted it to be, which is very cool feeling. Um, and then like, and that's just in terms of like the aesthetics, you know, reproduction and stuff like that. Um, and there are times like live when I perform, like, I feel like my songs where it's more just about like my feelings, like, you know, I get more out of that than I feel like the audience will at some points. <laughs> but I also, I don't know, there's something to be said for just like setting the example of like processing your feelings like that yeah. and like being honest it's, it's about that stuff. It's a cathartic album. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I, I just, I can hope that it's like, it's hard to know for sure. Like if it has this effect on people, I don't talk to everyone at the shows and stuff, you know, but <laughs> you know, it's like, like yeah. how did this one yeah. make you feel? How does this one make <laughs> yeah. you feel? <laughs> do it next time but um (laughs) but it's i I just can hope that people are like you know feeling something you know and hopefully connected to themselves a little bit more too and then you have like the song like chalk where it's like this is a collective outrage kind of and it's like are we in it together and i just hope that like people Mm -hmm. can feel that too i don't know man yeah yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's crazy to think about like that kind of aspect of it like how how people are affected emotionally Mm -hmm. and i i think that it's doing something like I want it to. Yeah. I, I can only that, hope that, yeah, from what that I've seen individuality so far. and that, that mm-hmm. transience are very mm-hmm. important. Yeah. And 
at least just from having interviewed mm. so many musicians, like it seems like that isn't the first thing that comes to your mind when you're thinking yeah. like, oh, how is how are other people going to reply to mm-hmm. this and respond to this? And yeah. are they going to resonate with these yeah. emotions that up until this song was released or until I played right. it live, like was just inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What's, this is also kind of looking beyond just the context of rock, mm-hmm. though I'm sure <laughs> there is a lot to mm-hmm. go into there. What is something that you really love or appreciate about your art or your creative process? Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's something that, again, in the context yeah. of rock or that's been a through line through for sure your entire time making music, yeah, um, regardless of the band or context. Mm. Oh, that's awesome. There's a lot that I love. I feel like that, that's one the best thing, answer. That's yeah. what we want. Yeah, <laughs> there's so much. I feel like one thing is like just the being able to just like express myself because I feel like. I am someone who struggles to do that with just like talking about things and like the normal ways that people should do that. So like, it's really cool to like, yeah, it's really cool to be able to just like sit down and like have an outlet for that and feel like it's going to be received. Like, well, like that's really, really, really cool. I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel honored every day to like be able to do it in that way. And it's also just something that like teaches me a lot about myself when I'm able to do it. So that's really cool. Yeah. Um, it's it's very very humbling on many mm-hmm. levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy to just think about. Yeah, <laughs> all of it. But um, also just like I don't know. I just like fucking around. Like I just really <laughs> love to like make stuff and like try stuff out. And like this album was a huge part process in doing that. Like yeah. just trying stuff, seeing what I like. Um, thing where it like, takes you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And even, even just like with, you know, when I paint and stuff, like I don't usually, usually have an idea beforehand. Like I'll just see what happens. Like that's one of yeah. my favorite things about art is cause like yeah. it, it, you're doing it, but it's also like guiding you at the same time and like teaching you at the same time as you are creating yeah. it. So it's, yeah, very cool. I don't know. Yeah. That, uh, especially with like with visual art, that kind of, yeah. I don't, you may have like a feeling or a vague idea mm-hmm. when you're starting out, but you don't really know what it's going to look like that. Yeah. At least with me, I, that resonates more with me visually where mm-hmm. it's like, maybe it's just with music. I just think of like so many, mm-hmm. like it has all like all the grids. It's like yeah, all, it's all the different sure. tracks. And it's like, yeah. maybe that's just like the radio brain in me where it's like, it, right, it has yeah. to be multi-tracked. And mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the, the serendipity of creation yeah. is not negated by the fact that there are For a bunch sure. of uh, rows yeah. of, of yeah. audio. Of, no, but, um, no way. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, we're talking before the album is out. Uh, it'll mm. be out May 4th. So May 4th. by the time you're hearing this. Oh my God, it's the Star the, Wars Day. I didn't even do it on purpose. Yeah. I didn't even do that. <laughs> I just it's actually, realized. It's a concept album about yeah. uh, The Last Jedi. As it turns it's, out, it's, yeah. For all the fans Good out luck there. like figuring out. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, really <laughs> oblique. <Yeah. laughs> um, so the album will be out by the time you're hearing this. Um, be available everywhere. Um, are there any plans for more direct ways for people to check it out? Like the tapes or CDs or just stick with digital at start? Um, that's always an investment. It's a, it's a process. Yeah, it is. I, I did. Um, I'm making CDs right now. I had some like sleeves made up and then my friend's going to burn them for me. So that's going to be cool. So I will have CDs. I probably will have those like not online, but available at the album release show. And then like, if they don't like, yeah, if they don't go away from me at that 
point in time, if there's still some left, then I will probably try to sell them online. Yeah. If not, just like post them on Instagram. Be like, if you yeah. want one, DM, DM me. DM me like, for CD. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Bring back my, bartering. Yep, love exactly. It. <laughs> what can you offer me in return? But no, yeah. Uh, I could be paid in food yeah. or cash. <laughs> exactly. Um, when is the release show? Because I, I, I'm... If, if, hopefully if you're hearing this it hasn't happened yet you should yeah. go mm-hmm. but if it has already happened you're hopefully yeah. just there yeah um, but <laughs> it the, is may 26th may 26th. it's a friday okay yeah, yeah. this this little seven street entry so help me god this will be out mm-hmm. before then so get to the yes. gig get May 26th. Gig. <laughs> um beyond that beyond like the immediate future of kind of casting your mind in advance of the mm-hmm. release show of the actual album coming out because mm-hmm. at the time of recording that hasn't happened yet beyond that what does the future hold for you what are you kind of eyeing for mm. the next era of sure. your solo project just in the the most br- in the broadest possible yeah. strokes um i gotta write more songs <laughs> i gotta do that soon um started to like write again recently it's been a while so that's exciting um i don't know i'm hoping to like do some more collaborative stuff kind of like in between this record and like my next like solo solo record like mm-hmm. i'd love to do some songs with their bands. Like, um, I don't know if I'm allowed, you might have to cut this out. I'm going to text Jesse, but I'm, I recorded a song like with early eyes and I helped write that one. So that was really cool. I want to do more stuff like that. Um, with other local musicians and stuff. Your, I feel your like coffee's already so the cool. hot spot for like okay. leaking early eyes. Okay. Good deal. Stuff, good like. deal. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Glad to know. I did not betray anyone there, but, um, if, yeah. If, so that's, if any of y'all really are listening exciting. and have a problem, DM yeah. us, we will not change it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah i don't know just i want to like you know work with more people um and just continue to write stuff i feel like for this next album i want to be a little more meticulous about it Mm -hmm. in terms of like the arrangements and stuff on there and like yeah are are you feeling like you're continuing that going to be continuing that similar like similarly maximalist and very very yeah very full sounded or like I would love not trying to pigeonhole to... an album before it's even conceptualized. <laughs> no, <over> yeah, <laughs> I pigeonhole myself all the time. But um, <laughs> but I think I do want to continue with that at least, mm-hmm. like going into it, and then maybe do a little more this time of like the cutting away or like yeah, really honing in on a certain part and like practicing the hell out of it, like getting it super down. You know, I feel like for this last record, like I wasn't super um, diligent or like disciplined about the stuff I was recording, you know, Mm -hmm. but you know, everything sounds totally fine. The performances are not bad, but like, I just, you know, I think this this next, this (laughs) next time I will probably put a little more time into it beforehand, especially now that I'm like out of school and stuff. And, um, (laughs) Um, but yeah, I feel like it's going to be kind of the same, but a little more like, you know, tightened up. You know what I'm saying? We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. We will all have to wait and see. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, so you, you are familiar with this part, but uh, mm. always love to end interviews on the same note. What are some local bands, mm. artists, or just underappreciated mm. bands that maybe you've played with on tour with Keep for Cheap or just have seen out in the yes. world? Who do we want to shout out? Who Who is going to... Um, beyond everybody, yeah. that it's impossible to list because sure. we'll be um, here all day. <laughs> the first one I want to say is Lil Famine Carpet. I don't know if you've heard of Lil Famine Carpet, but it's not. Luke Roberts used to perform under Q-Pup. I don't know if you remember Q-Cup, Q-Pup, <laughs> but very good music. Like some of the stuff that really inspired me um, when I was like first starting to play 
in the local scene with my ska band. We like played a show with him at the garage yeah. and I was like, this oh, is crazy. Oh, gotta bring up the fuser. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for real though, like he was playing and I was just like, I didn't know you could write music like this. Like it was mm. so emotional and raw and I was like, hell yeah, let's go. That was very inspiring. Um, <laughs> another group Kiefer T played with on tour called Lou Lagoon. They're really, yeah. really good. I think um, they just put something out. Yeah, they just put a record out. So check that out. They're awesome. Um, let me think a little bit more here. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a lot of the artists around the cities, like people are aware, you know, people are generally very aware of yeah. a lot of the people that I am aware of as well. Um, I just found this artist called Rosie online. I haven't met her in real life. I haven't met them in real life yet, but very good. Just Rosie. Yeah. Uh, I E yeah. or Y. I E. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to, there, it's hard there, to there's think. There's a lot out there. Yeah. Those are a few though. Those are a few. I mean, at, at the very least there's also mm -hmm. just Ben and Kiefer cheap though. Yeah. I'll be the one to mention mm -hmm. those. My so other you don't feel too, too like, oh. <laughs> Thanks. Well, <laughs> more about me. <laughs> yep. Um, cool. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like we said before, rock is out now. Find it wherever you find music, whether that's in a hole in your backyard or on, <laughs> the the desecrated corpse of the streaming services um <laughs> fortunately that does not negate the beauty of the album so definitely check it out um and get to the release show thank you so much for taking time out of your day to talk about it and setting a new record for yeah <laughs> it, it's, it's literally just like you abe and anita in like a race to like see who can just like <laughs> take over as host of the podcast oh one my God. day <laughs> i'm gonna begin this beef now yeah <laughs> no thank no you. no no beef no, we do not want beef in general, it's a, it's a fun especially beef. You it's a fun beef. Yeah, yeah. But thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure to be on Ear Coffee. The Ear Coffee podcast is a companion to the blog of the same name. If you like this episode, please leave us a rate and review so we can stand out among the other music podcasts. You can follow us at Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Ear Coffee. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. <laughs>